0: Antonia Martin, the creator of Saint Glow Blog, also known as Saint Glow, and this is Glow Code, a podcast that is dedicated to helping you protect your glow. Thanks for joining. Hey, what's going on Glow Nation? It is Saint Glow Blog, and this is the first episode of Glow Code. First of all, I just want to tell you guys, it is a privilege to have you here today. Um, this is really one of my bucket list items and for you to be tuning in, I have some really great content for you all and I'm ready I, I don't know if y'all ready, but I'm ready. This is not only a bucket list item, but I've tried this before and honestly, the way I talk to myself is therapeutic and I hope to you know share some of this therapeutic energy with you okay so today's podcast is about goal setting and setbacks, and I have a lot of stuff to go over. So let's just dive in. So this first segment is called Chit Chat. Basically is where I dive in and I tell you about my life. I tell you what's been going on, what's up, what's new, what's happening. Like I tell you everything. I'm a really, really sassy funny girl. So I really feel like this is a good opportunity for just for me to share my life with you. And just to kind of make you feel like you know me. Like you like we have on this table, tabletop conversation, you at my kitchen table. Okay so let me tell you what I did for my birthday. Cause I feel like if anytime you can get a girl hype, you ask her about what she did for her birthday. She going to tell you girl, I got cute. And I went to dinner with my friends, you know, we went to, um, I with jazz or whatever. And it was cute or whatever. I liked it. I had fun. So yeah, that's what I did for my birthday, but that's not what I did for my birthday, but that's exactly how that conversation go. Like they went somewhere. They went to go eat. They got all their friends together, their family. And they, they just had a really good time. So for my birthday this year, I turned twenty seven, and I went to St. Louis. I went to go see Big Crit, Damani Harris, and Rhapsody. I, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Um, I was really hyped for this show. I not. I've never been one of those people who have been really excited to ever see an artist in person. But I've been following Big Crit since 2013, and I can. I think it's fair to say that I'm a fan. I'm a fan um a fangirl. I you I am a I outcast fan. If you ask me about outcast, I, I really can tell you. But adding to that list, slowly but surely Big Crit has become one of like one of my top three performers um of all time next to outcast and UGK. I definitely feel like he holds that title down for, you know, top three top three quality rapper performances. So um so yeah I, I really 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 was excited to go on this trip so um let's just let me tell you about the show let's let's do that okay so Damani Harris opened up if you do not know who he is this is T.I. son and to be honest his music was actually really great you know how sometimes he would be just relying on the strength of their parents success to get by he really created his own lane and so it was really nice to see the growth from family hustle like okay I see you I see you kid it was a good moment. Rhapsody, her set, was actually extremely well polished and put together. Um, she's been on the underground circuit for so long that I was so happy to just see her in her element. And I think the one thing that I really appreciated about her was that she was standing outside, sounding autographs and talking to people and taking pictures. And I think one thing about it is like in this climate, for somebody to be outside doing that, she definitely has a strong connection To her fans and just love and respect, you know, and that was just for the love that wasn't for for the cloud or for, you know, just to create chaos. She really messes with her fans. And it wasn't like a bunch of security with her either. Just like elbowing people and knocking people over. It was really just like a crowd of us just surrounding, taking pictures and talking and, you know, and she just loving on everybody, which I thought was really nice. Um, Big Crit came outside i mean not outside but he came on stage i lost my mind i'm not one of those fangirls so it was really nice to like actually be able to be like oh my god yes this is what i came here for um i wouldn't necessarily say i was starstruck i'm i i do not really get that very much i'm very low-key kind of person i'm get i'm shy so me doing a bunch of like weird stuff and like oh my god like this is not me um But it was definitely everything I expected. Um, It was really, really, it was really fire. I ain't gonna lie. One thing about it is that everybody performed exactly how they sound on disc. So it wasn't like just trash performances on top of really good records. Like it was, it was on par with everything. So I really, (laughs) I really appreciate it. And I think it's really one of those really, one of my big pet peeves about watching people perform is that people perform and it's like, wow, like you really made me pay $95 for this and you ain't even doing nothing. You know, he really gave us energy and, um, yeah. And he, he gave us, you know, a few songs. We got to hear the battle of the bass record, which I'm excited to drop. Like that's about to be, uh, in my ear real quick. Soon as he drop it, I'm about to go copy it. Like on re- in real time, like real time, um, But, yeah, that just really, really blew me away. And then on top of my birthday, like, trip, quote-unquote, to St. Louis, I had a birthday dinner at the Melting Pot with a couple of my friends. And when I say a couple, like, two people. One was my coworker and one was, like, one of my best friends from college. Now, me, I ain't never ate a four-course meal ever, like, in life. I don't know what I was thinking. I just wanted to be bougie. And um, I was just – it was good. Like, I – it – it was really good for y'all get on me, it was this is not sponsored. It was not sponsored. I had like um what is it? Artichoke, cheese dip, um a salad, like a strawberry berry salad. I don't recommend it. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Um I had, like, a classic platter. It had shrimp, chicken, steak, like, three kinds of steak on it. Pork. I really didn't mess with the pork, but I did because it was on my plate. I paid for it. But that's neither here nor there, okay? Mind your business. And, um, yeah, so I had that, like, different kinds of meat. And then it had, like, potatoes and mushrooms in there. If you wanted to dig it out, you could, which was kind of like the hot pot entree situation that I was like been raving about for weeks if you know me and then finally we finished it off with like a chocolate fondue I got the caramel uh, truffle turtle turtle not truffle turtle fondue flaming turtle fondue yes that's what it's called and it was actually really good why was they trying to talk me out of getting my my flaming turtle fondue like it was their birthday child if y'all don't get away from me (laughs) <laughs> I'm serious, y'all. Like, they was really like, I really don't want it I don't care. <laughs> like, it's uh, Did you bring a gift? Did you bring some cake? Oh, okay. And I had a really nice time. My server even put, like, happy birthday on my plate. He had the audacity to put happy 21st birthday on my plate like I was old. Like, sorry, like, I'm just 27. Don't let all this voluptuousness fool you. I am just 27. Get your ass back there. I mean, get some more chocolate syrup and make this look like a 7. Got out. Got you out here talking about 21 like I'm 47, 58. Come on now. Anyway. <laughs> he had me mad. But yeah, he was really sweet though. Um um although although it's not, you know, Although this is like my first time going there, I definitely feel like, you know, I still want to try it by myself because I want to still know if it's really a 10 out of 10. Sometimes when you can go with a friend or family member, your senses get really dull and you're just like so focused on the activity that you really don't get to try the food. And I feel like when you go by yourself, you actually really get the service and the true identity of the place that you're eating at. But that's just me being a food critic in my spare time. So anyway, um, my glow topic for this week, this next segment, is basically where I give you a topic that um, I, I'm going to talk about. So for this week, it's goal setting and setbacks. And um, my year 2020 goal is to travel more. Um, I feel like if God can't move you, he can't use you. Like that all came from just like being at work and then constantly getting irritated because I was always being moved around and people were always doing stuff and you know, like, I always used to come to my boss table, like, quit touching shit. Just just quit touching things. Like, you don't have to do this. He was just like, it's coming from management. It's not me, Tony. I'm like, but tell them to quit touching shit. And he was just like, no, I can't tell them to quit touching shit. Because if I tell them to quit touching shit, I'm not going to have a job. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Touche so um so eventually i got to this place with god where i was like okay clearly you're trying to prepare me to not get comfortable so i i kind of came to this place where if he can't move you he can't use you and in the bible a lot of people when he was ready to use somebody he would move them so that's just kind of where i'm at with it so setbacks um during my journey, like I was called to do a specific thing, and as I was following that specific thing, things arose that kind of took me off track. And as as things were moving around and shifting, I was like, um, I don't know how I got here. Um, so in some some cases it was self inflicted. In some cases, it just happened. And um, and this linear situation that I was going for just getting to Plan B. A to a destination point from point A to point B, it just started to curve, turn, twist, and like as as I was trying to get back to point B, like the page would turn and it would shift and do like I it just there was no way that I was just making a straight move from A to B. It just was not happening for me. So um, and in, in some cases, it started to make me really feel like like more success, more problems I was going to run into. So like while I was doing shows, sponsorships and traveling, I was dealing with like a lot of loss. I was um, financially struggling and I was pretty much depressed for a lot of what I was going through. And to be honest, I started to realize I wasn't trusting God to kind of pull me out of those situations that I was dealing with. And I think it really led to my depression. And so on this journey, Today, I want to just grow my faith and to allow God to, you know, grow that that part of me. So I had to go out and um, set a smart goal. And my smart goal is to travel. And I feel like travel is a good way to do it. You know, i can go to places that I've never been. I'm kind of vulnerable and I'm I'm just going to need a little bit more faith to, to do those things. Traveling by myself is something that I've never decided to do before. And depending on my own income and my own wisdom and my own navigation skills to do that is outside of what I'm used to. (laughs) So I mentioned my SMART goal and SMART goals is kind of the meat and potatoes of this topic. And what is it specifically? It is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-oriented. It, these are basically ways for you to establish a new goal. So specific would be to be point, be to the point, but not vague. So I want to travel to four places in 2020. Pretty specific. It is to the point, but this isn't a vague goal. Um, it's measurable. It has benchmarks, something to track. So in 2020, if I haven't gone to four places, I haven't accomplished my goal. Um, attainable, realistic, doable. You don't try to conquer the world, conquer the world with your goals. You just, you know, you have a point, a place, a destination, but not trying to do too much. For example, you know, I could I could try to go somewhere every week or every break um, that I had. But I decided to go somewhere four four times out of the year because I feel like it's a little bit realistic for somebody who is a single status individual. I don't have any dependents. Um, I don't have a partner. And, um, I'm not trying to do anything major in my life right now. So I feel like traveling is actually a a realistic, um, thing for me, um, relevant, um, it feeds into a bigger picture of purpose. The purpose for this is for me to actually grow my faith and to also grow my social presence, um, and personal presence. So, um, I think a lot of the time I kind of fade into the background in the room and to be able to push and have those relationships and try to. Work and network in certain rooms where I typically would not be as social, I think would uh, really benefit me. So I think that all feeds into the bigger picture of what I'm trying to do with my life. Um, And then, of course, finally, time oriented has a due date or an expiration. So 2020 is when I want to accomplish this goal, and I want to do it four times out of the year. So I think that um, it's been a super helpful tool for me to uh, establish my goals. And uh, a scripture that I feel like really kind of sealed it together was to commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. This is Proverbs 16 and three. And I think this is um, a really good scripture because, you know, this is a, an outline. And then there is an activation for this faith that I'm treating, trying to put forth. And, uh, my current planner says this. So, and I feel like it really blessed me to have that opportunity to have, a. um, have some type of foundation work for um, what I'm trying to do, and uh, yeah. So moving on to my story time, um, I think talking about committing my plans and establishing them, um, God establishing them. Um, I had a nail in my tire when I was going to St. Louis, and as I headed, as I was heading back, I went to Columbia, and um, I stopped in Columbia to see my family, and as I was leaving. One of, the, one of the guys was like, they noticed this nail in my tire. And um, I thought back to Thursday, my tire had like lost all air. And I literally was riding down to this tire shop trying to just trying to figure out what exactly was wrong with this tire. I didn't have no money. And this man was like, oh, you just need some air. I got you. It's It's cool. So I'm thinking, you know, like, dang, like this is the same tire I just got fixed. And, you know mind you this is a tire place all he do is tires and my tires was messed up and honestly I think it was with purpose I think I was so worried about the trip that you know I was thinking of every scenario of what bad things could happen to the point where I was just so stressed out and God had to show me like you know anything bad could have happened, but nothing happened because I'm in control. I established your plans. I blessed it. I gave you the opportunity to go to St. Louis to do this thing because I wanted that for my child period so at that point, I had to let go- I had to let go and let let God you know what I'm saying so um you know, so that's pretty much like my story. I feel like that was just you know so. And more activation of faith, model mode. So, model mode activate is the section of the show where basically we dive deep. I give you the tea and I kind of go into a scenario or I give you a way to apply this to your life. Um, and today's model mode activate is practice. Um, also, one thing that I want to say about model mode activate is that it is directly related to modeling. So, if, if you're modeling, in real life, this is going to actually assist you with gaining your followers. I get this question all the time. How do you gain followers? How do you gain? Um, how do you, you know, do this or how do you do that? Well, let's start off with number one, practicing. Um, Yeah. Do you remember when Allen Iverson talked about practice? Now, he said it, he mentioned the word practice 20 times in his interview. I just want y'all to know that uh, he was like we're talking about practice not a game we're talking about practice not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last we're talking about practice like he was seriously like in this like cycle of not showing up to practice and then being bombarded with questions about it and I feel like if you love something and you're passionate about it, you know what I mean? Here's an opportunity for not only you to build your skill, your craft level, to get an opportunity in with your coach or your master. or um, And then you to also get in an opportunity to. Um, to, you know, build others so you all can perform at a um, at an optimum level, you can work together as a well oiled machine, you know, and you missing out on it. You don't want to win, <laughs> and that's just where I felt you. And and to be as shady and as real as as it gets. And I love basketball. Practice is a vital point, and this is a clear reason why he ain't had no rings. I, he is a talented, hardworking man, yes, but that practice is absolutely going to be the the killer point for you to be able to perform and to succeed. That's just my two cents on that. And I played. So don't come for me. And that's that on that. But um, it kind of took me to also what Beyonce said about practice. And she was talking about it doesn't matter how many times we do this. There are going to be notes every time because there's something that we can improve upon. And I said, yes, B, because at every time that when you're looking to be the at a mastery level and doing something, you have to take notes and make sure that you're improving on your skill set. You're sharpening your tools. Iron sharpening. that's iron. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm giving you, if you want to be the best, you need to work with the best and you have to have the best challenge you. And if they're not doing that, then you're not growing. Okay. Um, that reminds me of the time where I had went to St. Louis and I was under Gwen DeVoe for a period of time just for a class. And she basically was telling me like, you know, your walk is good, but I still desire to know exactly what I needed to, you know, better my walk. And eventually I found people who were willing to give me feedback to help me with my modeling. But even though she was saying that I was good, I still knew that I needed to practice my walk. I needed to to really sharpen those skills so I could be better than the best. Like I was great. Like I didn't need any feedback. She didn't have anything for me, but, um, you know, she was telling me that I was comp card ready. Like I need to be passing out my comp cards. What am I doing in this class right now? You know, she even encouraged me to walk first and, um, a show, uh, in the show that we were walking for, preparing for. And, um, you know, those are things that, you know, You know, of course, it boosted my ego, but then I still was out looking for that feedback, that constructive criticism that was going to take my brand or my business to the next level. So maybe I didn't need to practice in my model walking, but I knew like I needed help with my print posing. Um, I think that was really beneficial to seek out and I was able to get that resources, those resources. So maybe walking wasn't my struggle, but my print posing was definitely one of those things I needed to work on. So. Um, in the model world, you have to st- you have to get good and stay good. So practice is going to be the way to do that. Um, I know I had to practice for the local fashion link because my ankle was acting real crazy. But I also think God was showing me that consistency takes practice. You cannot just sleep on good work and good talent. You can't waste it just because you're good at it and you really feel like you want to get paid for it. Doesn't mean that you get to sit out every show because you don't feel a certain way. That means that you need to take every opportunity. To continue to put your face out there because whatever God has for you, you know, it's behind that practice. It's behind that work. Okay. so um, I think the closing note on this is that he can't bless. He can't bless me if I don't give him anything to bless. So my practice, my work, um, my ability to commit my plans and goals to him and my setbacks I can't give him you know I can't expect him to bless me if I'm not communicating with him you know what exactly it is or I'm not doing anything to help resolve my issue and not to say that God needs my help but he does need me to say or to put effort into whatever it is he is trying to do in my life you know So with that being said, my closing notes for this podcast, yes, it's over, is that don't let your weeds consume your seeds. I know that setbacks can be really heavy and it can it can grow like a tall tree, like a tall good weed, okay? tall good weed in your life, but you can't let that consume the great things that God has for you. You can't let it stop you from getting to that next level in your life. I know for a fact complications will arise and will be complicated. It'll be difficult. I spent majority of my life kind of combating the devil because he knows how great I will be, um, at whatever God has for me. And the fact of the matter is, is that I can't allow that we that the devil tries to block my blessing or block my view of God's promise for my life consume what God is doing I can't let it do that so it's okay to stop and regroup and refocus and God can use your brokenness to perfect you in your mess like he can use you at any stage you just have to release yourself and give yourself into that lean into that so um just allow God to to use you and the, um, it'll be okay. All right. So this was a blast again. I'm really grateful that you tuned in with me today. I had so much fun. I've recorded this maybe like 12 times to get this right. I finally feel like this is a really great take. I'm gonna tell you right now and I'm happy. And we came in about 24, 25 minutes. So I'm really grateful. I hope you all enjoy it. Thank you so much. Of course, any feedback is welcome. My email is AYM at saintgloblog at gmail.com. My social media handles are St. S-T-G-L-O-W-B-L-O-G, or you can follow me at St. Globlog, You can follow me on social media by doing that. And yeah, thank you so much. Um, Of course, as everything, as, as always, until next time, protect your glow. Bye.